This is episode 62 of the Reading Cove Book Club's podcast. If you're a book lover who may be interested in joining our online book club, please visit our website at thereadingcove.com. For January 2016, we're discussing A Song for Izzy Bradley by Karis Bray. So hi, I'm Millennia in Florida. And I'm Roberta in Georgia. And Roberta and I are two members of the Reading Cove Book Club, here to discuss our uh, 182nd Cove pick, A Song for Izzy Bradley, which was chosen by Cove member Mary, who lives in Scotland. And today we're starting our discussion with the rest of the group online. Uh, But what did you think about A Song for Izzy Bradley, Roberta? Well, as usual, I think I liked it a little bit better than you do. But yeah. we weren't real, real far apart like we are sometimes. Right, right. To me, it wasn't a bad book, right. but it wasn't a great book. It was just an average book to me. So there there were some thought, very thought-provoking things, and I learned some uh, new things. But there were just parts where I think it could have been edited down. It's nice to have some details, but sometimes it just went on too long. Mm-hmm. It wasn't anything bad, and it wasn't like truly t- TMI, but it was just... Tedious. Yeah, it could have been a better book if, if certain places had been edited a little bit more closely, because... You you don't need to uh, know every little thing. I, I would have been happier and could have done better if it had been a little less detailed. The premise of this story made it sound like it was going to be interesting. Maybe a little depressing, but right. still interesting if it's an engaging story, right? Right. So where I think it failed me is it wasn't, in, I couldn't get into it. I started reading, and because of exactly what you said, it's like a stream of consciousness from the characters, right? So right. They're, they're telling you everything, and they're telling you what this person said, and then she said, and then he said, and it's not showing you any of it. You're no. just the character, whether it's Claire, the mom, or the, one of the children, or um, I feel like we didn't really hear from the father as much. No, you saw more. That was one of the times you were actually shown what he was doing doing you know more like he these other people were observing him or the the third person thing exactly was observing him that you you didn't get inside his head his head right and the things they're telling you are to a certain point developing the character and developing the family narrative and giving you an idea about their lives but then like you said it becomes very meandering and tedious and i also felt like it was a bit it managed to still be a bit shallow. Like I never really connected with them, even with the the loss of Izzy and, you know, Claire just goes to bed and falls into this horrible depression. And then you have Ian just running around trying to hide it from the church, which was like his Mecca, you know, <laughs> he put that above everything. And yeah. then you have the, the kids. And I think you heard from them mostly. Right, how how all this affected them. Right, and, and poor Jacob trying to bring his sister back. And right. Then, you know, all this. And it was just rambling, so much rambling. And I, and I agree with you. I think the editor failed this book. Right, because it, it could have been a much, much better book. It yes. Had, it had a good premise. Unfortunately, people do go through, you know, horrible tragedies like this, and, and it really does cause 
problems that are going to last forever. In the family, yeah. And then you have the the added component of the Mormon religion. Right. Which made it more interesting because you're seeing how that affects how the how thing the dynamics you know how they right. deal with this right um but it just didn't hold my attention i could easily fall asleep you know trying to get engaged and then just not be at all interested in picking it up again well yeah i mean so i said it, it had a it had a good premise but i it like some of these other ones that just didn't follow through on the the premise the execution of exactly execution right that's that's a good word for it so um and it was interesting reading about the author that it said she had left the church. So you think part of that maybe colored a lot of the um, the storyline in here too. That I think it colored. It could have you know she might have certain motives, but I don't think that affects how she tells the story. Well, you know yeah, what I mean. Maybe maybe not. But I'm just saying it was interesting to me that. But I think if she'd still been a member of the church, she would never have written. I don't think she would have written it. Necessarily. Maybe she wrote. She would have wrote a different story. Yeah, she would have written a different story, perhaps. But it because, would have been written in the same way, and it still would have been boring. Well, yeah. You know? <laughs> That's what <laughs> I'm saying. Like I said, that you don't you know, think about it, but you're one of the biggest uh, selling authors of recent times. You know, mm. Stephanie Meyer that wrote the Twilight series. She's Mormon. But, you know, that mm-hmm. seemed like a, a, a real change from what you would expect. I think I read something even recently about uh, Mormon writers. Uh, a lot of them write stuff about fantasy or, or science fiction or whatever that mm-hmm. they just, you know, are prone to do that. So I thought, well, that was an interesting, you know, thought. <clears throat> I just wondered about that. If, if Like I said, it still made it not have been the same book, but I'm just thinking, well, would she have written it if she was, you know, still in the middle of it. When I think about the Mormon church, I mainly think about it here in the United States that the people left the East Coast and went out to Utah and all. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's, I think it more that way. But then when you think about it, yes, it's all over the world. But it just, to start with, I was thinking, well, this is funny with having English Mormons. But then I thought, well, no, you know, because they have missionaries go all over the place. Right. And um, when I was in... Um, Training when I was in college, there was a, a woman who was from Hong Kong originally, and she was Mormon. The Mormon missionaries had come to Hong Kong, and she had converted. That that was different. You don't really think of of too many Asian Mormons, but there's people all over the world. You just don't stop to think about it. You just sort of have a narrow view from just what you see in this country. Like I said, I think um, it could have been a, a much more engaging story. Oh, yeah. I felt especially sorry for Claire because she hadn't grown up in the church. Right. So, so all of the things she had a different outlook in them, say, than her husband or, or the others. You know, he had grown up. That's all he ever knew. And he was to the point where... As you said, the, the church was the main thing for him, even at the um, cost of his family, because you just you don't know. It, it probably wouldn't have made any difference, but you just wonder if he had been there for the birthday party, they could have you know found out how sick Izzy was before it was too late. But but I don't know. It may not have made any difference. But right. I mean, because the mom was there. Yeah. I mean, well, she was there, but she was off trying to do the party and everything else because. And she had already been a little bit grumpy saying, well, I wouldn't have had this party, you know, unless you had said you would be here to help. Right. Poor Issy still might have died regardless because that that type of uh, disease just 
by the time it shows serious symptoms, you could already be a goner. Right. It's it's just sad, especially like I guess since she was so young that at that age you're still building up your your immunities. It's like a, on either end, if you're really young or if you get older, it's it's harder to fight it off. Yeah, and it's funny how Claire, like you said, she was she was converted after she married Ian. She only wanted to have two children. Right. And it's like. Um, Hello, did you not know what you were getting yourself into when you married him? I mean, because it just seemed like it was a surprise when his mother kept leaning on her. Okay, you know, pop out another one. It's time for yeah. another one. It's time for another one. <laughs> well, well, that's that. That's the thing too that um, that you see with most Mormon families. They they just don't have a couple of children. Yeah, but she didn't. She seems to not have known that. Right. She, that she was marrying a you know a pretty orthodox mormon right. you know and and the church is pretty much all about the family the father I, I mean in a way i guess he was trying to to protect his son but he didn't want his son to play um well they call it football basically soccer mm -hmm. because i think he figured there was too much of an influence from non-members and it wouldn't be good for the children to get too chummy in that type of environment. Right. You could see, you know, with Claire that of course she was going to be devastated. Mm -hmm. You know, what could you expect? And uh, it, and it would have been better as we said last detail. It was different to see how how Izzy's death affected the different children in the right. family differently. Yeah, and how you know the church responds. Right. You know, people start writing you with things that justify it, and that's like the last thing she wants to hear. Right. You know, like, oh, you know, here's a parable about how a child that was saved from from dying young ended up, you know, growing up and being like a menace and should have ended, should have really died. <laughs> you know, no, you don't, like, you don't, what the hell are you saying? <laughs> the the family's not going to be comforted by that. Grieving people would probably remember it and, and they wouldn't, you know, want to be around you much longer. In the book, I don't think that um, she was trying to show the characters as being insensitive. Right. I think they think they're comforting you. Right. So, but they were trying to do it, but they didn't realize how severely it was affecting her. And I don't know if it would have been easier on her if she had been a lifelong member of the church or not. But just, I think anybody, any mother that loses, especially a small child like that, nothing anybody says is going to make you feel any better. Not about likely. all you, about all you could do for something like that. Say, oh, I'm so sorry. You must be devastated. I'll be happy to help with such and such. Exactly. You know, if you can actually take them food mm -hmm. or take them somewhere or pick up something for them, if you could do a concrete thing, then I feel that's a better way to um, help people out of this. Get through it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The lady who said that she. Um, had a saw a vision of Izzy uh, in the temple and she was praying or whatever. Uh -uh. And she, Claire just ripped up the letter. Yeah. <laughs> she was just like, go to hell. Well, <laughs> why yeah. would she appear to you and not me? You know, so she, you could tell that she was never fully on board with this, the, the Mormon doctrine and the beliefs, right. you know, and this just really hi highlighted that. Right. You know, she had loved her husband, but she just couldn't see what things the same way as, as he did. And he even exactly. w when, you know, they were even there at the hospital and the doctor's trying to tell him it's too late. You know, he still is like 
has this attitude like, oh, well, it'll be okay. You know, we just right. need to pray. We just, you know, you, you can amputate things. She'll still be okay. And they're saying the doctor's trying to be patient with this guy when he probably wanted to, you know, slap okay. him or whatever. Say, you don't understand. It's too <laughs> late. You know, you need to say goodbye because that's all you ha- can do at this time. And then it's all about the celestial kingdom. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> I thought it was funny, too, when the, her mother-in-law was saying how, oh, you know, Ian's other wives will help you, you know, <laughs> the celestial kingdom. No disrespect to Mormons, but sometimes it's just cultish. You well, know? yeah, I mean, there's especially that that type yeah. of thinking. Yeah, we're kind of fearful of any group that it is like just within themselves and other outsiders aren't welcome unless they, you know, do convert or whatever. Right. The people mean well, but they just have their background, what they've always lived with. And they can't, I guess, see from Claire's point of view, because they've never been in that situation. Quite right. Yeah. It was thought provoking because you just think, well, what would you do? But and it was a look more into, um, like I said, into this this church about what you know people might their way of thinking of, of looking at things too, how it might affect other people, especially as we said, somebody who hadn't grown up with it. And quickly, what did you think about how it ended? Well, it fit, you know, but I, I don't know. What What about you? I just thought it was depressing. You know, you kind of expect it to be. Yeah, but, you, you know, you no, I, I thought maybe, you know, it's going to have an uplifting ending. Because I thought the title, A Song for Izzy Bradley, was uh, not a depressing title. It was, well, no, no, it's, know, it's, it seemed like there could be uh, something to go on from, you know, the her tragedy or her... Yeah, but her it, it, I don't really feel... It just seems like Claire kind of just resigned herself to continue to live a life she wasn't completely happy with there could have been a different ending and without being too maudlin and without it like being too tied up in the cute bow either right that's true i mean it fit in some way but if i had written it not that i'm ever gonna write a book (laughs) you're the author but i probably would have chosen something a little bit different too right all right so that's our discussion of a song for izzy bradley Thanks to our listeners for tuning in and do leave us your comments as usual and let us know if you read this book, if you're a fan of Karis Bray and um, what your thoughts are. Stay tuned for our next episode. We'll be discussing uh, The Secret Life of Cece Wilkes by Diane Chamberlain. See you next time. Bye. Bye.